Welcome to my testimony. And wow, today, Don, is a season finale. Yeah, season four finale. I can't believe how time season has... Season four is going already. Wow, it's, 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 time is really moving. Yeah. I, and it's, it's amazing how we have done our four seasons already yeah. with my testimony. I remember when we started this program we last year. We didn't think year. we'd get it. The first season was going to be it, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, we have anyway. a special, 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 special guest today. Um, this is this is one of the most important ladies to be on my t- testimony, in and the life. reason and the reason why. Yep, in my life, what is in your life too? I know, but <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the most important lady in my life. I would like to welcome my mom and my testimony, Cecilia Williams. Say hello to the world, mom. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. Yes. My name is Celia Williams. Yes. And I'm the proud mother of four beautiful children, of which Colin is one of them. Awesome. Yep, yep. And uh, welcome, Mom, to my testimony. And um, this is just um, such a um, privilege and uh, something that I don't take for granted to have my mom featured on my testimony. So. Welcome again, and I know that uh, everyone will be intrigued by your story. Amen. So before we get into my mom's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. We thank you for my testimony. We thank you for the season that we have just spent with you, with all of the beautiful testimonies that has been on my testimony. And we pray that as my mom give her testimony today, that it will be a blessing and that those who are listening will be drawn closer to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so let's start the story. Tell us where you were born in Antigua, because we all know it's Antigua. So tell us where you were born. Yes, I was born on the beautiful island of Antigua in the parish of St. Paul's Mm. with the name Liberta, Mm -hmm. the largest village in Antigua. Mm. So I was very proud to be born in that village. Yep, and uh, yeah, that village had bragging rights because it was the largest village. So I remember growing up, my mom always used to say, I'm from the largest village in Antigua. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. so proud of that, Colin. <laughs> yep, Even yep. now. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. so you, you're born in Antigua, born and raised in Antigua. Um, were you born Adventist? Yeah. Yes. And then, um, so you, so you met my dad, and that's why I'm here, and my brothers and my sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so tell tell us tell us a little bit about that story. Where did you meet my dad? I didn't meet him. He meet me. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> and and then the rest is history, right? <laughs> Yeah, let's go back a little bit. How was it growing up in Antigua in Liberty when you were a little girl? I used to attend two churches when I was very small. 
one with my mother and the other with my grandmother. My grandmother was a Seventh-day Adventist. My mother was a Moravian. Mm -hmm. So I used to go to church on Sundays and I used to go to church on Saturdays. Okay. But for some reason, the Saturday church was, you know, so different from the Sunday church. So at a very early age, I decided stop going to with my mother and I continued with my grandmother. So I'm in the message from about seven years until this day and I have no regrets. Amen. So what did your mom think when you said you're not going to church with her? Well, <laughs> I don't think she, you know, she didn't feel any way anywhere because okay. I was mostly with my grandmother all the time, oh, okay. even more than my mother. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so. I was privileged enough to know my, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, which is your grandmother. Right. Um, but your your mother passed away. Um, at a very early age, young age. Right. She passed away at the age of 32. Mm. And I was 14 years of age. Mm. My brother was seven because my mother had three of us. My brother, seven, and my sister was three years old when mm. my mother Right. So... Our grandmother-in-law was in charge of all of us. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Yep, and um, so so I knew so my great... Two, I, two siblings now, they became Seventh-day Adventists uh, after my mother passed. Okay. So everybody went to church with grandma now? Yes, because, you know, yeah. most likely we're living with her now. Right, right, so. right. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, so you got married and then um, you, you moved from Liberta to St. John's area, um, Golden Grove, and then you attended Tyndale Church. How was that experience? And, and well, that, was a church, that was a church that I was born and raised in. Yeah, but to be honest with you, Colin, I, when I left Liberta Church, because, you know, you had a lot of young people in that church. Mm -hmm. And when I went to the church that my husband attends, that's his Tyndale, Mm. It was so different. Mm. Hardly any young people. The AY was so different and everything was so different that I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, really wanted to go back to my church in Liberty, but mm. you know, it wasn't really convenient. Right. So I stayed on and after a while, you know, it started to get a little better. I, I was really attached to Tyndale after time. So fast forward a little bit. So you moved, got married, um, had us as kids, and we we're growing up, which we had a wonderful life, beautiful home and everything. And then um, something happened to you at a young age. Um, let, let's get into that story. Yeah, at a very young age, when you were about two years, I started having some problems with my eyes. Mm. They were just like shaking, 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 like they are going to fall out of my head. Mm. Especially if I bow my head, if I kneel down to pray, if I look back, any movements I make, if my head is not straight, these eyes are like they are going to fall out. And um, I went to the ophthalmologist, and for a few months, 
even over here, and he just couldn't find out what was wrong with my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he decided to send me to Jamaica to see a specialist there. And after I went to Jamaica, well, I didn't know anybody in Jamaica, and I was like lost. But when I spoke with my pastor, which was Ives Roberts at that time, he said, don't worry, Sister Williams, I will get someone that you can stay by. And he made some phone calls. And uh, he got in touch with a pastor, made phone calls, and mm-hmm. I went by the Seventh-day Adventist family, the colleagues, and there I spent the few weeks that I had to see the, the, the doctor. Okay. Yeah, but then after um, I got the test, the doctors didn't find out anything why my eyes were shaking. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get any results at all. Just as how I went to Jamaica, I went back to Antigua without any results with the shaking of the eyes. Mm-hmm. And that continued for, for years. Mm-hmm. So after you reach back to Antigua now, um, well, uh, did your eyes just get better automatically? No, not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Still had the problems because remember I said that the specialist in um, Jamaica Maybe. could not find out mm-hmm. what was causing the problem. Right. So I was still continuing to go to the doctor in Antigua. Mm-hmm. My um, doctor in Antigua. And it was just, you know. Right. The thing about it too, you know, well, Colin, you know that I'm a seamstress. I do a lot of sewing. Mm-hmm. So with these eyes, like they're falling out of my head and I have to sit there and watch that machine. And it wasn't really easy. Right. You know? Yep. And um, having a mama as a seamstress, uh, this is just a little a little thing I'm putting out there. Guys, I, I, I know how to sew a little bit, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know to I know to put a button back on my shirt, man. So you better recognize. <laughs> anyway, mom. Um. So yeah. So after the Jamaican incident, you you went to Guadeloupe. Tell us about Guadeloupe. Well, yes, I went to Guadeloupe. This was a one day visit to Guadeloupe. We had this lady in the church, and um, she usually goes to Guadeloupe like every other week. And my husband decided to let me go with her, ask her <clears throat> if she could um, take me to one of the doctors there. Mm. And um, she decided that she, you know, she could do that. So I went with her. And uh, after I finished seeing the doctor, she showed me where the doctor, she took me where the doctor's office was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they examine my eyes. They do everything still. No results. They couldn't mm. find exactly what the problem was. Yeah. Okay, so we got you got back from Guadeloupe. Then what did you do? Still continue going to the doctors. Oh, wow. No result. And um, so no the, the, the sickness starting to progress. How did it progress? Before that was over something else started 
with me, I had another problem. Mm. I started urinating frequently. And this was even like worse than the eyes. Mm. I, I went to the gynecologist and it's like I'm going there every three weeks to a month, every month between three weeks and the month, every, you know, occasionally. Mm. No results, no results. Then I heard about this specialist that was coming to the hospital, Antigua, at the Halberton Hospital. And I made my book in, get, and get to see him. And um, he, you know, he gave me some good advice and said that he could help. And he, he scheduled the surgery. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I have all hopes that, you know, I'm going to get this surgery and I will be, I'll be doing better. Right. Yeah. So when the time came and I had this surgery, when I, after I'm finished, well, nothing, everything's still the same to me. And when I went home, discharged from the hospital and went home, it was like I was worse wow. than when I had the surgery. Mm. Still continue going to the doctors because you know, that type of problem is not easy. Right. right. No. Right. And, um, after a few, maybe over a year, some, somebody tells me about another doctor that is very good. And I went and had a second surgery. You know, they tell me all kind of different, everybody had coming up with something different. Mm -hmm. I had a second surgery and the same results, worse than when, than before. Because okay. it was like worse. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And uh, still going to the doctors, still going to the doctors. Then I went and got another third surgery. And it's like worse. Like every time I get the surgery and think that it's going to be better because, you know, different doctors, they're telling you different things. And yeah. you know, I had hopes that it would be better. So, so I had three surgeries in Antigua. And it was just no good, just worse. Then um, I had a cousin, she was nurse in England and you know, she told, she told me that if I come to England, I would get some help. Mm. Right. She works at the hospital and you know, she could get me into the hospital. You know, I don't, wouldn't have to tell them that I'm not living in England. Just right. okay. She will get me in. So. Right. Right. I did that. My husband and my daughter was six years old at that time, and I only girl, so I decided that I would not leave her behind. We took her with us, and we leave the three boys home. Mm. <laughs> Colin was the younger one mm. out of right. the three boys. Right. 
Yeah. Um, so so before before you um we get into the England story, um I just want to give the viewers a perspective how how young you were when you were going through these um these experiences. So what, what was your age when you had these three surgeries? Well, when the first one when I went well, when I went to Jamaica with the eyes, you were about um 2 years or maybe a year going for two years, a year and something going for two years, close to two years. And um, that was like I was 24, mm-hmm. going on to 25. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I just, I just want to put that out there because, yeah, uh, so, you know, yeah. so people know that you're still in your 20s. 20s when all of Yeah, I was yeah, right. in my early 20s too. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. That's true. right. Yeah. So you um, so you you went to England. Went to England. Yep. So you yeah. got into England, and then uh, tell us about that experience now. Yeah. So when I went to England, now as I said, my cousin got me into the hospital, and um, I was admitted. And um, they said first thing they will see about my eyes because these two things I have now. Right. You know. Yeah, so they were looking about the eyes, and um, there they run a lot of tests. Still cannot find anything why my eyes are shaking like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the good thing about it in England, if you're not really sick down, right, you can get the week. You will get the weekends off. Mm-hmm. So I will be in there from Monday to Friday. Friday afternoons I will leave and go home mm. and then I will have to be back on the okay. Monday morning by okay. nine okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the long run nothing with the eyes. The time was due for my husband and my daughter to go back to Antigua and I was still in the hospital at that time. Wow. Yeah. So they had to leave me back behind. And after I came out of the hospital, they were giving me uh, appointment. They were giving me appointment for like six weeks Mm -hmm. to go and look about the other, the bladder part of, you know, the urine. And Mm -hmm. I decided, look, they're not finding anything with my eyes. I have had enough. And I'm going back home. Oh. So I didn't stay. <laughs> I didn't stay for the other part. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. I went back home. Right. Okay. And still going to the doctors. Still going to the doctors. Still going to the doctors. Because now the human getting worse and worse and worse. And it's I'm young. It's not easy. You know. I always have to be looking for a bathroom and those days in Antigua, you, you don't even have one bathroom that you can go to. So you can imagine right. when you're in the, when you go to, when you're um, in the town to this, in the city. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The challenges. challenges. Yeah. Because it wasn't easy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and then it, um, it still progressed. Um, it didn't stay there. Yeah. 
progressing, still progressing. Right. Still progressing, still going to the doctors, still going to the doctors. Mm -hmm. And eventually, the doctor sent me to Barbados. Mm. What my husband decided was to come with me this time to Barbados. Okay. And right. good thing he did because when the doctor said that he was going to send me to Barbados, he said he was going to send me to the hospital. Mm. So I, we went with the intention that the ambulance would be right there when I came off of the plane okay. to take me to the hospital. To the hospital. Right. But when mm. we went and checked in with the immigration, it was a different story. Mm. The immigration said, no ambulance, you are responsible. And you know, they don't do it like that. Mm -hmm. I would have to go into, find a place to go and mm. then go to a doctor. Wow. So good thing um we had some friends from church and she had a friend in barbados and she gave us the number just in case we had any problems mm -hmm. so i called that friend and they told us about the seventh adventist um place that they they will put up guests guest house for with seventh adventist guest house Okay. So we went and stayed there and then went to see the doctor. Mm. And I, after we went and saw the doctor, she ran some tests. And, uh, well, we had to go back for the results. And when we went back, when the time came for us to go back for the results, mm. she said that there's nothing that they can do. And the only thing that she can say, I can go to the States, but mm. a 50-50 chance. Mm. That doesn't mean that I will get help, the help. Right. But this is something that I would have to live with. Oh, wow. So, you know, when she said those words, I went home with like a broken heart, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Went home with a broken heart and, you know, I wasn't the same and one day i was sitting and my husband saw me and asked me what happened if i'm you know if i have this thing on my mind which i which i did and he, you know he gave me some encouraging words and said that god will never forsake me so i just pulled myself together Amen. Thank God for how far he has taken me through. Right. And I had a different mindset altogether mm. from then. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So um, continue throughout the years. So um, first it was um, Jamaica. Mm. Then it was Guadeloupe. Then it was England. Then it was Barbados. And then afterwards, mm. um, the 50-50 chance. We're back in Antigua um, growing up. And everything uh, you know we're getting older now and uh, we're yeah. doing life and one thing i must say is that um my mom after i guess after um dad spoke to you that you had that different mindset you you're always so positive and yeah. always always um my mom was was still a y leader and i remember <laughs> all those um trips and all those good times that we used to have even though yeah. you, you weren't a hundred percent you still, you still were there for us and for not only us, your kids, but all the kids. Well, from, yeah, the kids. Of the, of the church. Church. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. always look out too. Always look out for Sister Williams. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you are the mom to all the mom kids. To yeah, all the yeah. moms. So you, we, we, we shared it with all the other kids that we grew up yeah. with in church. So. Yeah. And that, that was a beautiful thing, though, mm-hmm. because um, that helped to shape me um, to yeah. the man that I am today. So, but um, so after all of that, and then eventually, um, let's talk about the next, the next journey now. So. Your health keep declining. Um, um, what happened? Why you you're not walking today? Because that's part of it too. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> after I came, after we came to Florida. Well, no. Let me start. We went to the Virgin Islands before we came to Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went to see a doctor there. And. Uh, you know, there's nothing much that he could do either. All what he tell, he said that I will have to get a walk because at this time, no, I wasn't walking properly. I was like losing my balance. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of falls. If I don't have somewhere to hold on to, I will just fall down just like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Even in the church, sometimes I, you know, I used to be the youth choir leader. And sometimes when I'm going up to to direct the choir, I'm not walking properly. I'm just like, you know, sometimes it's, I feel so embarrassed because I'm a young woman at that time and, you know, walking that kind of a way. And right. You wouldn't believe people in the church, they laugh, you know, they laugh mm. when I stumble, but I still move on. I don't bother, mm-hmm. it, you know, who, who wants to laugh? Mm. Yeah. After we went to the Virgin Islands now, and I went to a doctor, I went to two doctors, a naturalist, and uh, I went to the regular doctor. And the regular doctor, he um, says that I should get a walker. And when I went home and tell my husband about the doctor said I should get a walker, <coughs> my husband said, walker? <laughs> Talk walker for old people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I'm telling you, it's good to obey when you hear doctor say anything of <laughs> So I got a cane instead of the walker. And I decided that I will go for a little walk every night, evening when the sun um, goes down. Right. So my daughter and myself will go for a little walk up the street. Mm. And I have my cane, you know, because the cane, I'm balancing with the cane. Right. And when, when we see a car light coming, I toss the cane. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want anybody to see you with the cane. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I tossed the cane down and when the car passed <laughs> when the car passed I will take back up the cane because you know the cane is balancing me right so right I mean, right I would have to have the strain on my poor daughter my daughter just like 14 15 putting all that strain on her right you know right. so you, you see the pride the pride right. is there you know because you're, you're, you're a young woman still. You don't want anyone don't to see him with a cane. No, 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 no. Don't want no one to see me with no cane walking. <laughs> uh, wow. But then, instead of 
been quite too long and we came to the States. And after we came, I was still struggling, walking into church, you know, every eye is on me. You know, when you're not walking properly and you're young, you know, it's not easy, you know. Mm. <laughs> all eyes everywhere you go, all eyes on me, wondering what, you know, what is the matter. Uh, but, right. you know, mm. here in the States, it's different than in the, in the islands, you know. Mm. Right. People don't watch it too much. Right. You know, so I still kind of get away with um, people not watching me too much. Like when we go shopping, mm. I will stay in the vehicle and I will send my daughter to get a basket. Oh. So I will hold on to the basket yeah, yeah, yeah. and the basket will yeah. balance me. You know, I don't yeah, have a problem. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we did that. And, um, but one thing, what happened? We were attending Lord Hill Seventh Adventist Church. We right. came here in ninety. We came here ninety-two. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to Mount Olivet, and Pastor Daniels, who's well Daniels, he sent a message to tell us go to Lord Hill Church. The Lord Hill Church is like a more Caribbean church. Right. So we ended up at Lord Hill and um, they had this health fear. They announced this health fear. And um, we went this Sunday and you know, there were lots of doctors, different doctors, you know, they have there. And we attend, we go to the different groups, different doctors and when I went upstairs, one of the doctors was upstairs and that was the last one that we went to, or I went to. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I went upstairs, the doctor asked me why I was walking like that. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, that my walking draw his attention. Mm. And I, you know, I explained to him a little and um, he left me in the room and went to get another doctor and tell the doctor, come, there's a lady here that needs help. We didn't come here for nothing. Mm. And we have to help this lady. Wow. And he wrote me a note right away and tell me to take that note to Jackson Hospital down in Miami. Right. And, um, University, University of Miami. Mm -hmm. At University at Jackson. Okay. So take it to Jackson and, uh, you know, they will take it from there. Because he he he's the one that would um, write the note so I wouldn't have any problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went, never know where the Jackson is. We had a hard time. We had a cousin. We had a cousin that, you know, they were living here for a good while and we asked her to accompany us, accompany us down to Miami because we didn't have any idea how to get there and things like that. And she wasn't much help to us. She just sitting down in the car and saying, I just have a headache because she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, you guys were lost. So she got a headache. 
find a way, we find a way. Ask questions like we go to the gas station and you know. Well, let's give mommy. Let's give a perspective because people don't understand that time that there was no GPS. Okay. Yeah, no, no GPS. Right. No, no cell phone. No cell phone. Right. Mm -hmm. You had to get a map and look and see all the streets exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. This was '92. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you see how far technology has it's been come since then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And 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 um, they used to have one that you. What you call it, dear? Beeper. The beeper, the yes. Beeper, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, have to find a payphone. Yeah. You mm -hmm. have to find a phone now to mm -hmm. use the beeper. Yeah. You know, but we didn't have any beeper anyways. So we asked questions until we we eventually reached to Jackson. And um, they gave me an appointment to come back. And we went back. And when we went back, the, the nurse says that, um, nurse or whoever, they says that the, um, I will have to be admitted for them to want some tests. Mm. I say admitted. I, you know, I didn't work with anything. I just come to see the doctor. They say no problem. You have to be admitted. Mm. We have everything here. Okay. So didn't go there to stay. Go to see the doctor, but I was admitted. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, they gave me some tests. And after a few days, I was discharged, went back home. I got some medication. And while I was there taking the medication, one day my phone rang. And when I picked up the phone, it was another doctor calling me, telling me that this doctor was discussing my case to him. And he would like to see me. So I would now have to come to University of Miami. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so we went down. Well, I, we had an idea now where to go because Jackson is not far from the University of Miami. It's about right. the same vicinity, just a few buildings away. Mm. So we went and um, he, first of all, he, tell me to stop take the medication for two weeks mm -hmm. so that the medication will get out of my system because he want to test me without any medication. Right. Um, I did that and then I went to the appointment and you know he was a very nice doctor to us. Colin you were there most of the times you're the one that take me Right. So, so after, and that was Dr. Harrington. So Dr. what happened, Har right. After I moved to, I moved to Florida after you guys. And then yeah. I, I started taking you to the, to the, to the appointments. Right. Right. So, right. So I met, as a matter of fact, back up a little bit, Dr. Harrington, I met him in Antigua because he was, um, yes, he because was, right. He was so intrigued with your case. He wanted to know more. So he came to Antigua to visit. So right. I did meet him in Antigua before, before I so moved to Florida. To because he was so glad to meet us. And right. yes, we tell him so much about Antigua. And my first son was getting married. So I invited him to the wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said he could not make it for the wedding, but he promised that he would come after the wedding. And he right. did. Came. 
Yeah, he did so come to country. You met him. Yeah, you met him. Right. Here in a... right. Then yeah. after after I moved here and stuff, we we just um, I continued. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So and he was a very nice doctor because you know he tells um, he found out what the problem was and he says that um, send me for therapy and he did everything that he could do for me. But he says that um, is something close to multiple cellulosis. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I will end up in a wheelchair. That's what he told me. Because mm. there's nothing. He said, I'm five years, like five years too late. Mm. So yeah. if you had seen you five See, years five earlier, years it yeah. could have helped you. It too late. And there's nothing much you can do. Just try and, you know, the medication and with the therapy. But he says that I'm going to eventually end up in a wheelchair. Right. How are your eyes during this time? Well, the eyes, no, you know, you wouldn't believe it. The eyes calm down. No more shaking after a while. Wow. Up to this day, up to this day, no more shaking. Mm. But the, um, the urine take over. Yeah, it took over. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so mom, you eventually, um, he was right. You eventually end up in a wheelchair because you, yeah. right. So you're wheelchair bound. And, um, so tell us a little bit about your, your spirit though, the because spirit I mean, I mean, mom, you know, you're, you're so your resilience and, um, well, and how God has kept you because even Dr. Harrington that diagnosed you, he passed away. Yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah. I, I remember, I remember when we got that news, I mean, he was, and he was younger than he was yeah. much younger than you and he died, you know? Yeah, and he died, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, but Colin, God is good to me. I can't complain and I would not murmur one day about what is happening to me. I just give thanks. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I'm blessed. I have so many of my friends, when they hear that I'm in a wheelchair, not walking, you know, they so sorry for me and they can't believe, you know? And so many of them have passed. I can count them. Mm. I can count many of them that passed. And God is still good to me. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Not out of the woods, but God is good to me. Mm. All right. All right. I keep on telling myself, I thank God for everything because somebody is worse off than me. Yeah. That's my thing. Somebody somewhere is worse off. Somebody went to bed last night and did not get up. Right. Somebody got up this morning and didn't made it to see this hour. Mm. And the good old book says, in everything, give thanks. Yes. And I, I don't murmur. Right. No, God is so good to me. Over all these years, from 24 now, I'm not ashamed to say I'm 74 years of age and I'm proud to say 74 years young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God is still, you know, in my favor. I'm, 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 I, I do not have enough voice to thank God. Mm. Amen. Amazing. Amen. Amazing. Amen. Amazing testimony, mom. Yeah. Um, you know, despite it all, despite all of um, the trials that you've been through, you know, for all your life. Mm. Um, yep. All your life you've been through, um, you know, even way back from losing your mom when you were 14. Yeah. Our grandmother that we never met. 
and then um, coming to all through the years and um, having this sickness for so long and God is still sustaining you and keeping you here in this earth. Uh-huh. And as you said, a lot of your schoolmates and friends, um, you guys were growing up, they, they, they're gone. gone. And, and yeah. they, they were walking and running and jumping and stuff and skipping when you were I'm suffering. so sorry for me, you know, when they get the news that I'm not walking, mm-hmm. you know, they're sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't... And, you know, I have this song that I keep on saying, all the way my Savior leads me. Mm-hmm. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercies, who through life has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divine discomfort, comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know what here befalls me. Jesus doeth all things well. Amen. Yeah. And another favorite that I have, I want my friends to pray for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen. I need the praise of those I love while traveling all life's rugged way. That I might true and faithful be. And live for Jesus every day. I want my friends to pray for me. Hold me, my tempted soul above. And intercede with God for me. I need the praise of those I love. That is my testimony this evening. Amen. Amen. There you go. There you go, man. See, my mom can anyone sing too. The sound of my voice, anyone that the sound of my voice, I need the praise. Amen. 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 See, my mom can sing too, man. So didn't stop her. Yep, first time ever on my testimony, man. We had our solo, so there you go. And it, I wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so, yeah, mom, we're um, we're we're proud of you. Proud of all of all of your all of your kids are proud of you. For my you know my my brothers, um, give them a shout out, Lennox and Everett, and of course my younger sister Kim. Kim? And, um, yeah. All of your grandkids. How, how many grandkids do you have, Mom? Oh, twelve. Yep. Twelve. Six. Look, I have a tribe. Yeah, yep. a tribe. Yep. <laughs> the tribe. What do you call it? The tribe of what? Tribe of Judah, right? <laughs> there you go. So you have twelve Four grandkids, and how many? How many great grands? Three. Three, Three great grands. See, you're blessed, Mom. You're blessed. <laughs> And God, God has spared your life. Sustained you, you to yeah. see everybody. Yeah. To see your, to see your, your, your great grandson. You know, God has spared my life to see. Thank God. Amen. 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 It's a blessing. That's a blessing in itself. It Amen. is. Amen. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Just want to thank you so much again. And it's yep. such, such a privilege to have you on as our season finale. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just want to let everyone know that we'll be back soon with season five. I know, right? Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. Can't believe it that how time is flying. But um, God has put um, this uh, special ministry on our heart, and we're yeah. 
we're going to continue doing this as long as, as, he, long as um, he he gives allows us, us allows us to do yeah. it yeah. absolutely yeah so so again mom thank you so much for coming on mm-hmm. and um you know we love you yeah. so much mm-hmm. and um we're so happy that god has sustained your life for you to still be with us and we just enjoy you each and every day yeah and by the way in a few days i'll be having surgery so yeah. still need those. yes we'll, we'll keep we'll keep yeah. you in prayer keep for that prayer. keep you in prayer yeah. for that. definitely mm-hmm. all right so Dawn, you're going to close this out? Yes. All right. All right. Let's pray. Loving Father, we thank you so much for all you've done, for her life, for the way that you've led her, the way you've sustained her. What an amazing testimony. Mm-hmm. And we've actually been able to see it in real time yep. and watch the struggles and watch the victories. But we know God that you alone and you alone are the one that helps her every single day to keep her positive and to keep her going. Mm. So I ask that you continue to be with her, especially when she comes to her surgery and continue to sustain her so she can continue to encourage all those around her as she does all the time and help her to keep knowing that you are constantly by her side and that you have never forsaken her. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hi, Mom. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll see you. I'll see you soon, man. So, you know. Okay. All right. Love you again. And Love uh, thank you, guys. you. Thank you for being a part of our season finale and closing out the season and just being in our lives, you know. Yeah. Okay. Everything. Thank you so much. My really, pleasure. Really appreciate you and love you. Yeah, love you guys as well. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.